Hi everyone, my name is Carrie and this is your Daily Nerd Devo. Pixar's most recent film, Elemental, may quickly become one of my favorites. For those of you that have not seen it yet, beware of spoilers ahead. This is your warning. In the very basic of terms, it is a film about the elements, water, earth, wind, and fire. Each of these elements reside together in Element City. Beyond that, however, the film is actually a complex exploration of the difficulties and trauma suffered by immigrant families, as well as the tension experienced by the second generation. Ember, who, if it wasn't obvious, is fire, and is the daughter of the first fire elements to live in Element City. Her parents arrived in Element City as refugees and found it difficult to adapt to a world that was not made for them. All aspects of Element City, the transportation and the residences, they're all built to accommodate earth, wind, and water, but not fire. So eventually, the two fire refugees find an abandoned building on the outskirts of town and decide that this is where they will build their new life. The father opens his own store where he sells authentic fire food and other items, and as more fire arrive in Element City, they create their own neighborhood where they rely on each other and celebrate their fire heritage, and where they develop a deep mistrust of other elements. Ember, meanwhile, being born in Element City, spends her life in her parents' store, helping them as they work to build their lives. She is told from a young age that the store will someday be hers to take over from her father and run as her own when she is ready. However, as the years pass by and as her father ages, he still does not believe that she is ready to take over. However, one day, he tells her that she will get to run the store for a day, a trial run to see whether she is really ready. However, her first customer proves difficult, and within only a few minutes of a rather irritating interaction, she completely explodes, resulting in minor damages to the store. By losing her temper so quickly and so easily, she has proven to her father that she is not yet ready to take over the responsibility of running the store. Ember's temper becomes especially problematic when she is later given the opportunity to run the Red Dot Sale, which seems to be the equivalent of Black Friday in the fire neighborhood. Yet again, within minutes of the store opening, she is ready to burst. She runs downstairs to the storeroom and completely loses it, which damages some of the old piping in the building. As a result, water starts leaking into the cellar, despite the fact that there isn't supposed to be any water traveling through the pipes. And this is how Wade, one of the water folk, ends up flowing into her life. I don't want to give too much away beyond this, except to say that Ember and Wade end up striking up an unlikely friendship. On one occasion, when they are alone together, Ember opens up about how her father will not let her take over the store as long as she can't control her temper, but she is finding it impossible to keep it under control. In response, Wade says something that I think I will take with me for the rest of my life. Sometimes, when I lose my temper, I think it's just me trying to tell me something I'm not ready to hear. As it turns out, that's exactly where Ember's temper was coming from. I'll let you watch the movie to see how it resolves from there. I think a lot of times, we as Christians treat all anger as equal the way Ember does. We know that while anger is to some extent a valid emotion, we aren't supposed to sin in our anger and we aren't supposed to let the sun go down while we're still angry per Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. We're supposed to get rid of all rage and anger per Ephesians 4, 31 and Colossians 3, 8. And we're supposed to exercise self-control and be slow to anger per James 1, 9. As a result, in situations where we easily lose our temper in a way that is incongruous with the situation, we tamp it down and promise ourselves to have better self-control next time, and the next time, and the next time. But I think Wade was onto something. There are certainly some kinds of anger that can be dealt with through self-control, but sometimes that's just not enough. We may find that in certain situations, no matter how hard we try, our temper just erupts. In those situations, we need to do more than just buckle down and pray for strength to do better next time. We may need to acknowledge that our temper is trying to tell us something that we may not want to hear. Proverbs 29.11 says that fools give vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. 
Ecclesiastes 7.9 says, Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. These verses seem to indicate that it is the wise who are able to control their anger and the foolish who are quick-tempered. The wise will not just let their anger control them, but will have the insight to look beyond to the source of that anger. A wise person is one that acknowledges and accepts that their temper may be reflective of something else that they've been trying to avoid. A wise person has the good judgment to face that difficult reality head-on, to talk with God, and to explore what might be at the root of that anger and deal with it for good. To continue to blame your quick temper solely on a failure of self-control may reflect a lack of understanding about where that anger is coming from. And in those circumstances, it is foolish to simply push it down and try to control it. So the next time you lose your temper, don't spend time beating yourself up. Take a page out of Wade's book and look at the circumstances. Ask yourself the hard questions and be willing to be open to what your anger might be telling you, even if you don't want to hear it. This is the wise route, and it may be the only way to bring peace and patience back into your life. That's all the time we have for today. If you want to hear more Nerdy Devos, please click the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, or check out our Facebook group, The Nerd of God Squad. I'm Carrie for your daily Nerd Devo, and until next time, remember, don't feed the gremlins after midnight.